Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Hold from the hottest topics coming across our news desk. I'm Elsina Lloyd, and this is The Daily Download. Welcome back, listeners. I hope you had a great Labor Day. Today, our team will cover an announcement from the Intercontinental Exchange that it has received regulatory approval and fully completed its $11 billion acquisition. I'll also discuss the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau's seventh settlement against a mortgage broker for deceptive advertisements targeting VA borrowers and data from the National Association of Home Builders that indicates a spike in lumber prices is now driving construction costs much higher. But before we listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. Extraordinary challenges demand extraordinary solutions. CoreLogic is uniquely positioned to help you navigate this historic disruption. Whether it's virtual home showings, flexible employment verifications, or automated loan modification engines, CoreLogic delivers the data-driven solutions, targeted insights, and deep domain expertise trusted by the nation's most successful mortgage lenders. Explore how CoreLogic can help you today. Visit corelogic.com forward slash COVID-19. Thanks for listening, and let's get started with an article written by Alex Roja that covers an announcement from the Intercontinental Exchange. According to Roja, nearly one month after Ellie Mae announced it had agreed to be acquired by Intercontinental Exchange, ICE announced Friday that it had received regulatory approval and fully completed its $11 billion acquisition. Per the announcement, the transaction values Ellie Mae at an enterprise value of $11 billion, which is three times the all-cash transaction of three. $3.7 billion private equity shop Toma Bravo spent acquiring it a little over a year ago. ICE reported it expects the Ellie Mae transaction to contribute a revenue of $67 million to $72 million in the third quarter of 2020, as well as boost an interest expense of $11 million to $12 million. In a statement, Jess Brecker, founder, chairman, and CEO of Intercontinental Exchange, said the company is excited to begin the next important chapter of its journey to digitize the residential mortgage industry. According to him, Ellie Mae's technology will better enable ICE to further accelerate the automation of the mortgage origination workflow, which will benefit stakeholders across the production chain, including consumers. Notably, ICE has been a serious player in the mortgage tech space over the last five years, particularly with M&A. The company acquired a majority equity position in MERSCore Holdings, the owner of Mortgage Electronic Registration System in 2016 and purchased the remaining stake two years later. ICE also acquired Simply File in 2019 for $335 million. By adding Ellie Mae to Simply File and MERS, Sprecher believes he has put together the holy trinity of services to fully digitize the mortgage process. Our next story comes from Alex Roja as well and covers the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau's seventh settlement against a mortgage broker for deceptive advertisements targeting VA borrowers. According to Roja, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau issued a consent order against mortgage broker and lender Accelerate Mortgage on Wednesday following recent investigations of mortgage companies that use deceptive mailers to advertise loans guaranteed by the United States Department of Veteran Affairs. Rojas is the most recent case found that Accelerate had sent consumers numerous mailers for VA guaranteed mortgages that contained false, misleading, and inaccurate statements or that lacked required disclosures. 
According to the CFPB, Accelerate Advertisements misrepresented the credit terms of its advertised mortgage loans by stating credit terms that the company was not actually prepared to offer to the consumer. Its advertisements also falsely represented that the consumer's access to mortgage refinance benefits through VA guaranteed loans were time limited. Notably, this is the seventh settlement as the CFPB has also so far settled with Service First Mortgage, Hypotech, PH Loans, GoDirect Lenders, Sovereign Lending Group, and Prime Choice Funding. Ross's each settlement included requirements for various civil money penalties and conditions imposed to prevent future violations and bolster compliance functions. In the case of Accelerate, the CFPB's consent order requires the lender to pay a penalty of $225,000 and implement an advertising compliance official who must review its mortgage advertisements for compliance prior to use. Our last story comes from Kathleen Howley and discusses how a spike in lumber prices is now driving construction costs much higher. Howley says the National Association of Home Builders revealed that the COVID-19 pandemic has caused lumber prices to skyrocket more than 160% since April. In fact, Robert Dietz, NAHB's chief economist, says higher prices are adding about $16,000 to the cost of a new house. According to him, as people started nesting in response to the pandemic, they started under undertaking all sorts of home renovation projects, and at the same time, sawmills started shutting down and have only partly reopened because of social distancing concerns. Because of the pandemic, he says the lumber industry lost 6,000 jobs and has gained back only half of those jobs. Halley says while the lumber industry has only partially reopened, imports from Canada, which supplies about a third of the lumber used in the U.S., are still being hit with 20% tariffs put in place by President Donald Trump three years ago. Dietz says one thing that would help alleviate this is if the Trump administration would temporarily suspend tariffs on lumber coming from Canada. Notably, in 2017, the Trump administration imposed tariffs on Canadian lumber imports as part of its America First economic policy aimed at reducing trade deficits. Subsequent tariff hikes were aimed at goods coming from China, South Korea, and other countries. That's a wrap for today's episode of The Daily Download. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and join us again tomorrow.